episode 14 of the TP Talker Recitals on Edward Reed's Buddhist Books podcast. Um, I think I had my numbers mixed up again, so this is episode 75 on the podcast and episode 74 on the YouTube playlist, basically. There are some behind-the-scenes things if you're on the uh, From the Beginning playlist, which you can get to by clicking here if you want to start at the beginning. Um, but I would recommend starting at the beginning of the Tipitaka. If this is your first time seeing me, um, then you can click here, and that'll take you to episode one of the Tipitaka recitals, and you can work your way up to episode 14, rather than jumping in in the middle of Parajika part three, um, the murder stuff, uh, the murder slash suicide stuff. Very cheerful. Um, anyway, this is the uh, last time you'll see me in this office for a little while. Um, Priyal and I are going down to Kerala, India, which is almost, I mean, I didn't quite realize until I looked at the map. So if you're looking at India from your perspective, I believe this would be east and then this is west. So Tamil is, you know, has that bottom point. But if you go just slightly up on the west side, then Kerala begins. So Kerala is basically just as far south as Tamil, as far south as you can get in India, except for that little bit that is Tamil. Anyway, um, so yeah, so there's a lot of rain right now. So here it's, you know, high 30s. There it's in the high 20s. Celsius. So for you American folk, that means here it's in the 90s and sometimes the hundreds and there it's in the high 70s, basically. Um, Kerala, uh, yeah, those longtime listeners know that while we do focus 90% on Buddhism here, sometimes I talk about other aspects of India. Um, Kerala, one of the things it's famous for is being the place where the disciple Thomas uh, went after the uh, crucifixion and resurrection, if you're into that, um, of Yeshua, uh, commonly known in the West as Jesus. The disciples believed drawing lots would allow God to decide where they should go to spread the word. Thomas gets India. cannot go. I do not wish to go. After a night of prayer, Thomas finally accepts his lot. I go wherever you wish. Oh, Lord Jesus. He lands in the southwest corner of coastal India, what is today Kerala. Yes, and it happened exactly like that, because uh, Luke, of course, had his camera at the time. That's why they called him Cool Hand Luke before it was tragically cut off by Darth Vader. Um, that part's not true. Um, the rest of it, you know, is uh, debatable, but, you know, uh, it was apparently a Jewish neighborhood back then. Uh, I mean, there were Jewish communities in Kerala on account of the Roman occupation, and a lot of people fled and settled in places like Yemen and elsewhere back then. So, um, so yeah, so there were people who spoke Thomas's language when he got there and oh, whatnot, and there were all kinds of interesting stories, and uh, there was also a gospel that's attributed to Thomas, which you can find here. 
as it did not make it into the canon of scripture that was codified in the Council of Nicaea in 325 AD. So, welcome our special guest, Maitreya. You met Maitreya briefly before Maitreya is the Buddha yet to come, which some people uh, believe he will come in the 3400s uh, because the Buddha comes every 4,000 years. However, there is a small contingent contingent there is at least one person other than me um you know or there's at least one person i'm not saying that this is something i necessarily subscribe to but there are people or at least one person who says that there are others besides him um who who believe that maitreya the buddha yet to come prophesied in the old buddha scriptures was actually already came and it was jesus uh yeshua and that he came to preach the gospel of enlightenment in a different way because they wouldn't have accepted it exactly the way that it was, you know, in its pure form, I guess, or in its, you know, Buddhist form. In other words, Buddha was talking to Hindus and, and, and uh, Jainists and, and, and whatnot, and, and then uh, Jesus was talking to uh, Jewish people, Greeks and Romans and such, and so the message was a little different. Um, that, that's what they say. Um, it's just something to go, hmm, maybe a little bit about or go, that's offensive or whatever your natural response is, is correct for you. If you would like to see him up close, uh, if this is indeed Yeshua, I definitely think he, he looks better here than, uh, than he does in the form that he's normally depicted. Should I bring it over? Nah, um, there's enough murder in this episode. Um, so, is there anything else? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to be filming this in Delhi, but I'm not going to be editing it because we're going to be packing up our stuff and getting ready and getting in a cab and taking off. Did you just see that? If you did, you're in the future from my perspective. That hasn't happened yet for me. Wow. So you've already seen me take off from Delhi, and I'm still here in Delhi. Wow. Wow. Time is weird. Anyway, uh, then we'll be landing in Kerala. You've already seen that? I don't even know what Kerala looks like. I've never been there, and you've already seen me landing there. That's amazing. That's just this technology and stuff. It's amazing. Anyway, um... So that'll be nice uh, to be in a bit cooler weather. It's raining a lot there. Actually, here it rained for the first time for like a, a couple hours in the middle of the night last night. Um, so that was nice. I mean, it, it cooled off slightly. It would like it went down into the mid-90s, you know, instead of the high 90s. Um, so cheers. And the other the Lord... Should we get to today's reading? Yes, let's. Hopefully we can finish Parajika part three today. All right, so we were going into these definitions. Uh, yes, I think we're here. All right. Face the camera. Um, yeah, I was telling uh, Priel there's no danger of, because I went a little nuts when we were in, uh, as you can see, Maitreya, and you met the, uh, the Dayani Buddhas. I haven't even introduced you. 
to a lot of the Buddhas and other various statues that uh, that I picked up in gang talk and mostly Darjeeling. But I was telling her in Kerala, there's really no danger of me running around going, "Oh my God, it's Saint Francis of Assisi! I don't have one! Yet. Oh my God, it's Bartholomew! I gotta have a Saint Bartholomew! Oh my God, it's Nathaniel!" I know that's the same guy. <sighs> Think I don't know things. Oh my God, St. Andrew. Oh, and St. Peter will put them together because they're brothers. <laughs> so there's really no danger of that um, for me, personally, just because of how I am. Um, okay. Offering a, a sound means he arranges a dreadful sound, saying, quote, hearing this frightening, horrible thing and being terrified, he will die. That reminds me of some of the... Anybody read Iberito yet? Uh, the early Schlange Neunheimer stuff. He will die. There's a poem that repeats that a lot. Uh, anyway, end quote. There is an offense of wrongdoing. Hearing it, he is terrified. There is a grave offense. If he dies, there is an offense involving defeat. He arranges a lovely sound, saying, quote, Hearing this lovely heart-stirring thing, and if it fades without his getting it, he will die. End quote. There's an offensive wrongdoing. Hearing this, it fades without his getting it. There is a grave offense. If he dies, there is an offense involving defeat. Offering a smell means he arranges a dreadful smell, saying, quote, Smelling this loathsome, objectionable thing, he will die because it is loathsome and objectionable. Oh my god, I've smelled a few things like that in my day. Uh, Alright. Um, yes. In smelling it, a painful feeling arises because if it's loathsome and objectionable, there is a grave offense. Oh, if, uh, if a painful feeling arises from smelling it, there is a wrongdoing. If a loathsome, if a pain, what? If he dies, yes. What? In smelling it, a painful feeling arises. What? Right, so if he says, I'm going to arrange a smell, there's a wrongdoing. If he gets pain from smelling it, there's a grave offense. And if he dies, right, uh, there is an offense involving defeat. Yes. He arranges a lovely smell saying, this, uh, quote, this, smelling this, and if it fades without his getting it, he will die, end quote. There is an offense of wrongdoing. Smelling this, it fades without his getting it. There is a grave offense if he dies. There is an offense involving defeat. Has everybody seen uh, episode one of Orville season three? It's related. Anyway, offering a taste means he arranges a dreadful taste, saying, quote, This is tasting this loathsome, objectionable thing. He will die. Have you tried black salt? Oh, my God. Because it is loathsome and objectionable, end quote. There's an offensive wrongdoing. In tasting it, a painful feeling arises because it is loathsome and objectionable. It really is. There is a grave offense. If he dies, there's an offense involving defeat. Just brief sidebar. My first encounter with black salt was uh, in 2018. Uh, I had just started... Uh, staying with Priel, and she was at work, and I ordered some food, and I ordered like a lime soda, and it got it got to me, you know, and I was like, oh, it's a like a 
a soda they made there. It, it wasn't like in a can or something. It was in a, you know, a cup with a lid and tape around it and stuff like that. And so I was like, hmm. Put the straw in, took a sip, spat it out, washed my mouth out, gargled with mouthwash, and I don't know if I threw up. I don't think I did. But then, uh, then I, I called Priel kind of in a panic, and I and I said, "Is there like a health uh, inspector or someone that we can call because they're mixing sewage water in?" Uh, you know, they, they you know, like, the, uh, I don't know if they have backflow valves in India, but somehow the, the sewage has gotten into the fresh water and they're, they're serving it to people to drink. And this place needs to be shut down, seriously. Like, does India have something like that? Like, what's the number for that? Like, do you know, like, can, uh, something's got to be done. And, uh, yeah, it turns out it just had black salt in it. And that's a normal thing here. All right. Anyway. Moving right along. He arranges a lovely taste, saying, tasting this, uh, so did we get to the defeat? I think you can guess what happened. If he dies from drinking black salt, then he, or whatever it is, then uh, I think these guys would have been like, oh, yummy. Mm. Yeah. One of those little differences. Uh, okay, so he arranges a lovely taste, saying, quote, tasting this, if it fades without his getting it, getting it, he will die, end quote. There's an offensive wrongdoing. Tasting this, if it fades without his getting it. If you're tasting it, you've already got it, right? I mean, unless you just lick it and you want to take a bite. Never mind. Uh, there is a grave offense. If he dies, there's an offense involving defeat. Offering a touch means he arranges a dreadful touch, saying, quote, this contact with pain, this is a hard contact. Touched by it, he will die. End quote. There is an offense of wrongdoing. In I'm doing the wrong voice, aren't I? In touching it, a painful feeling arises. There is a grave offense. If he dies, there is an offense involving defeat. Here we go. <clears throat> if he arranges a lovely touch, saying, quote, This is a pleasant contact, a soft contact. If touched by this, it fades without his getting it. He will die. End quote. There's an offense of wrongdoing. Probably an offense from Parajika part one, too. <laughs> Touched by this, it fades without his getting it. There is a grave offense. If he dies, there's an offense involving defeat. <clears throat> Offering Dhamma, as Dharma for you Sanskrit folk, means he gives talk about hell to one doomed to suffering in hell saying, quote, hearing this and being terrified, he will die, end quote. There is an offense of wrongdoing. Hearing this, he is terrified, there is a grave offense. If he dies, there is an offense involving defeat. He gives talk about heaven to a man of good behavior, saying, quote, uh, hearing this he, and set upon it, he will die, end quote. There is an offense of wrongdoing. Hearing this and set upon it, he says, I will die, and produces a painful feeling, there is a grave offense. If he dies, there is an offense involving defeat. Announcement means asked, parentheses, about it, end parentheses. He says, quote, die thus. He who dies thus receives wealth, or he receives glory, or he goes to heaven. Uh, he says, quote, 
on account of this announcement, I will die, end quote, and produces a painful feeling. There is a grave offense. If he dies, there is an offense involving defeat. Instruction means not asked about it, in parentheses. Oh, okay, so the monk, the, the lay person, or whoever it is, uh, doesn't say, hey, instruct me about heaven, or instruct me about death, or whatever. And the monk just starts talking about it, just because they want them to die, for whatever reason. Anyway, uh, not asked about it, he says, quote, Die thus. He who dies thus receives wealth, or he receives... Uh, did I already read this? No. Or he receives glory, or he goes to heaven. End quote. There's an offense of wrongdoing. He says, on account of this instruction, I will die, and produces a painful feeling. There is a grave offense if he dies. There's an offense involving defeat. The making of a rendezvous... The making of a rendezvous means he makes a rendezvous, saying, quote, before the meal, or after the meal, or in the night, or in the day, on account of this rendezvous, deprive him of life, end quote. There's an offense of wrongdoing. On account of this rendezvous, he deprives him of life. There's an offense involving defeat for both. He deprives him of life before or after the rendezvous. There is no offense for the instigator, but there is an offense involving defeat for the murderer. So one monk says to another, hey, arrange a meeting with him and uh, kill him at the meeting. And the guy says, all right. And he goes and he arranges a meeting with him. And then before the meeting, kills him. That first monk was like, but I said kill him at the meeting, not on his way to the meeting. Not after the meeting. So there's no offense whatsoever for that guy. But the guy who killed him before or after the meeting, he gets kicked out. All right. There is no offense if it was unintentional. If he did not know. If he were not meaning death. If he was out of his mind or a beginner. Told is the first recital. That on defeat connected with human beings. Ooh, okay. What's next? Praising, sitting down, and about pestless and mortars, gone forth when old, a falling out, first, parentheses, hyphen, taste, and parentheses, experimental poison. Three about making sights, then three on bricks, and ads, that's A-D-Z-E, and then a beam, a platform, descent, he fell. And heating, nose, parentheses, hyphen, treatment, and parentheses, rubbing, on bathing, about and about oil, making get up, making lie down, <coughs> uh, dying because of food and drink, child by a lover and co-wives, he killed both mother and child, neither die, Destroying, scorching, barren, fruitful, nudging, restraints, a yaka, and he sent to a predatory yaka. Thinking about him, he dealt a blow. And heaven, a talk on hell, three on trees at Alavi, then three about fires. Do not keep in misery, not yours, and on buttermilk and sour gruel. 
So that's the title slash table of contents for this next section. Now, at that time, a certain monk was ill. Out of compassion, the monks praised the beauty of death to him, and that monk died. They were remorseful and said, quote, What now if we have fallen into an offense involving defeat? End quote. Then these monks told this matter to the Lord. He said, You, monks, have fallen into an offense involving defeat. End quote. At one time, a certain monk who was going for alms sat down on a boy who was, conce- who was in a chair concealed by a rag and sitting hard, in parentheses, on him, uh, killed him. He was remorseful, three dots, end quote. Monks, there is no offense involving defeat, but monks should not sit down on a seat without noticing what they are doing, what they are doing being in parentheses. Who, uh, whoever shall so sit down, there is an offense of wrongdoing. So if you just absentmindedly sit down, that's a wrongdoing. Okay, end quote. Now at that time, a certain monk who was preparing a seat in the refectory inside a house took hold of a pestle, the pestles being high, high up, uh, when a second pestle falling down hit the head of a certain boy hard, in parentheses. It's always good to put hard in parentheses. It's to work it in. Work it in there. Anyway, uh, he died. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, it was 2,600 years ago, so I think I think that counts as funny now, because time plus tragedy, tragedy plus time. Never mind. Only, only joking. I mean, I'm not joking. I mean, I'm joking about joking. I'm just talking. All right, let's keep going. The monk was remorseful. Three dots. Eh, you know, because it's not that important. It's a child's life. Let's just uh, put some dots in there. Kind of blow by this. I agree with you, I.B. Horner. Is that right? Yes, I've been saying J.B. Horner, but it's I.B. Horner. I.B. Horner says it's not worth our time. Quote, of what were you thinking, monk? And quote, he said, I did not intend it, Lord. He said, there is no offense, monk, as it was not intentional, he said. What was the boy's name? Okay, at one time, a certain monk who was preparing a seat in a refectory inside a house, treading on the mortar requisites, uh, knocked it over, hitting a certain boy hard, parentheses, it killed him. He was remorseful, three dots. Uh, quote, there is no offense, monk, as it was not intentional, end quote. I seem to remember a story about Padma Sambhava when he was like nine years old or however old he was. He was dancing on a roof and he kicked a rock and it struck a boy and killed him. And then uh, the whole town was like got together. Why? What? Why did you do this? And he said, oh, well, he wronged me in a past life. It was his karma. It was Padma Sambhava's response as a young boy. And they, he got kicked out of the town. And that was the beginning of his journey, if I recall correctly, according to one telling. Anyway. Um, seemed related to this. Now, at that time, a father and son were going forth among the monks. Among the monk, among the monk. Anyway, uh, when the time was announced, the son said to his father, quote, Go, honored sir, the order waits for you. 
end quote. And seizing him by the back, he pushed him away. Falling down, he died. He was remorseful. Of what were you thinking, monk? He said. I did not mean to cause his death, lord, he said. There is no offense, monk, since you did not mean to cause his death. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Uh, yes. Now at that time, a father and son were going forth among the monks. When the time was announced, the son said to his father, Go, honored sir, the order waits for you. I think or the order awaits you might be more ominous. Oh, but we're not going for ominous because it's not that kind of order, is it? Or is it? No, it's not. And meaning to cause his death, he seized him by the back and pushed him away. Falling down, he died. He was remorseful. Quote, three dots, defeat, end quote, he said. Now at one time, a father and son were going forth among the monks. Among the monks, when the time was announced, the son said to his father, Go, honored sir, the order waits for you. <clears throat> and meaning to cause his death, he seized him by the back and pushed him away. Falling down, he did not die. He was remorseful. Quote, there is no offense, monk, involving defeat. There is a grave offense. End quote. Yes, it's called attempted murder. Okay. At one time, a certain monk was eating. Some meat stuck in his throat. A certain monk gave a blow to that monk's neck. Uh, the meat fell out with blood, and that monk died. Yeah, Heimlich. Yeah, it's someone time travel back and anyway he was remorseful three dots quote there is no offense monk as you did not mean to cause his death end quote at one time a certain monk was eating some meat stuck in his throat a certain monk meaning to cause his death uh, gave a blow to that monk's neck the meat fell out with some blood and that monk died he was remorseful three dots quote three dots defeat End quote. At one time, a certain monk was eating some meat stuck in his throat. A certain monk, meaning to cause his death, gave a blow to that monk's neck. The meat fell out with blood, but that monk did not die. He was remorseful. Three dots. Quote, there is no offense involving defeat, monk. There is a grave offense. End quote. At one time, a certain monk who was on his alms round, receiving poisoned alms food and bringing it back, on his return gave a first taste to the monks. These died. He was remorseful. Quote, of what were you thinking, monk? He said. Quote, I did not know, Lord. End quote. He said. Quote, there is no offense, monk, since you did not know. End quote. He said. At one time, a certain monk gave poison to a certain monk, intending to test it. This monk died. He was remorseful. Of what were you thinking, monk? I intended to test it, Lord, he said. There is no offense involving defeat, monk. There is a grave offense. Okay. So he gave poison to the other monk, intending to test it. I mean... Based on how it turned out, I can assume 
No, he, he said it was a grave offense. It's a grave attends, uh, offense to test poison on somebody, and then they die. But if you intend to kill them, it's it, you, then you're defeated. But if you're like, eh, I wonder if this will kill him. Oh, yeah, I killed him. That's a grave offense. You can still be a monk. All right. It was a different time. All right. At one time, the monks of Alavi were making a site for a vihara. A certain monk, being below, lifted up his head, and a stone badly held by a monk was above, hit the monk who was below on the head, and that monk died. He was remorseful. Four dots. Hmm. Four dots. Really? Quote, there is no offense, monk, as it was unintentional, end quote, he said. At one time, the monks of Alavi were making a site for a vihara. A certain monk, being below, lifted up a stone. A monk who was above, intending to kill the one who was below, let loose the stone at his head. That monk died. Space, dot, space, space, dot, space. Ooh, ooh, we're getting fancy. That monk did not die. He was remorseful. Four dots. Wow. Breaking up the monotony of the three dots. I, I guess I approve. Uh, all right. Anyway, quote, There is no offense involving defeat, monk. There is a grave offense. End quote. He said, attempted murder. Yeah, go sit over there. Lecture starts in ten minutes. All right. At one time, the monks of Alavi was erecting a wall for the Vihara. A certain monk, being below, lifted up a burnt brick. And the bur burnt brick, being badly held by a monk who was above, fell on the head of the monk who was below. He died. He was remorseful. And some dots. Quote, there is no offense, monk, since it was unintentional. End quote. At one time, the monks of Alavi were erecting a wall, get your mind out of the gutter, for the Vihara. A certain monk being below lifted up a burnt brick. A monk who was above, intending to cause the death of the monk who was below, let loose the burnt brick at his head. That monk died. That monk did not die. Let me read that again. Slowly. That monk died. That monk did not die. He was remorseful, three dots. Quote, there is no offense involving defeat, monk, but there is a grave offense, end quote. Once there was a translator named Ivy Horner who didn't proofread his work. He also left out substantial portions, including the Buddha's instruction on a breathing technique, which was the first of its kind to be given to his disciples, and replaced these words with three dots. He did it intentionally. There is an offense involving me being upset. Okay. Um, at one time, the monks of Alavi were making repairs. A certain monk, being below, lifted up an adze. I'm just going to assume that's a word. It's a word. I'll look it up later. The adze being, that's A-D-Z-E, by the way, not A-D-S, as one might assume. Uh, the adze being badly held by a monk who was above, fell on the head of the monk who was below. That monk died, or did he? 
He was remorseful. Some dots. The, uh, quote, there is no offense, monk, since it was unintentional. End quote. He said, probably not exactly in that tone of voice. At one time, the monks of Alavi were making repairs. Three dots. Lifted up and adds. A monk who was above, meaning to cause the death of the monk who was below, let loose the adds at his head. That monk died. Three dots. Three dots, whatever. That monk did not die. Three dots. He was remorseful. A dot or two. Quote, three dots. Grave offense, he said. I think we're meant to ascertain that if he died, there's a defeat. And if he didn't die, there's a grave offense. Okay. Maybe that's what was intended in the first one, but there's no dots in between. All right. Just get freaking lazy here. Get some sleep before you do your proofreading. My God. Stop drinking while you're... Anyway, at one time, the monks of Alavi were making repairs, right? A certain monk being below lifted up a beam. Ah, I know what those are. The beam being badly held by a monk who was above. Three dots. Thank you. Ooh, ooh, just keep going. Just lay it on. Just hold that down and get right out in front. Oh, uh, louder, please. Oh, thank you. Yes. So the good news is you won't be hearing that in Kerala. You'll be hearing a bit of rain behind me. The bad news is I'm not bringing this. So the sound quality will be a little different. Let's just say that. Anyway, um, okay, so the beam, the beam being badly held by the monk was above some dots. Three cases as above in parentheses. Ah, three more dots. Parentheses, three dots, grave offense. Quote, he said, At one time, the monks of Alavi, making repairs, were fixing up a platform. A certain monk said to another monk, Your reverence, fix it standing here. He stood there, and in fixing it, he fell down and died. He was remorseful. Two dots. Quote, of what were you thinking, monk? End quote, he said, I did not mean to cause his death, Lord. End quote. He said, There is no offense, monk, since you did not mean to cause his death. He said. All right. At one time, yes, at one time the monks of Alavi making repairs were fixing up a platform. A certain monk, meaning to cause his death, said to another monk, Your reverence, fix it standing here. He stood there and, in fixing it, fell down and died. Fell down and did not die. He was remorseful. There is no offense involving defeat, monk. There is a grave offense. Oh, did he intend to kill him? Uh, it's unclear. Because all of that is buried in the dots. But we can guess. And guessing is fine, right? It's all we've got. All right. At one time, a certain monk, having thatched... A vihara was coming down. A certain monk said to that monk, quote, Your reverence, come down here. He got down there. A one bourbon, one scotch. No, that's a different scripture. Uh, Your reverence, come down here. End quote. Coming down at that place and falling down, he died. He was remorseful. Three dots. Quote, there is no offense, monk, since you did not mean to cause his death. End quote. He said... At one time, a certain monk having thatched a vihara was coming down. A certain monk, meaning to cause his death, 
said to that monk, quote, Your reverence, come down here, end quote. Coming down at that place, he fell down and died. He fell down and did not die. Quote, there is no offense involving defeat, monk. There is a grave offense, he said. And we can assume that the one who died, the other monk, got a grave offense. I mean, an offense involving defeat. At one time, a certain monk tormented by chafing, having scaled the vulture's peak, falling down the precipice and hitting a certain basket maker hard, killed him. He was remorseful. Three dots. Quote, there is no offense involving defeat, monk, but monks, one should not throw oneself off. Whoever shall throw himself off, himself being in parentheses, there is an offense of wrongdoing. He fell. Well, anyway. Okay. At one time, a group of six monks, having scaled, I don't mean to question the good Lord's uh, judgment, right? Okay. At one time, a group of six monks, oh, it's always bad when there's six monks. Are they going to do something awful? Oh. Uh, Having scaled the vulture's peak, threw down a stone in fun, hitting a certain cowherd hard, in parentheses, it killed him. Uh, yes, right. They were remorseful, three dots. Quote, there is no offense involving defeat, monks, but monks, you should not throw down a stone in fun. Whoever shall so, so throw one down, there is an offense of wrongdoing. End quote, he said. At one time, a certain monk was ill. The monks heated him, and he died. They were remorseful. Uh, Dots, quote, There is no offense, monks, since you did not mean to cause his death. End quote, he said. At one time, a certain monk was ill. The monks heated him, meaning to cause his death. This monk died. This monk did not die. They were remorseful. There is no offense involving defeat, monks. There is a grave offense, he said. So... Presumably, the one that died, those monks who meant to kill him and he died, were defeated. And the monks who meant to kill him but he didn't die, that was the grave offense. Right. At one time, a certain monk had a headache. The monks gave him medical treatment through the nose. This monk died. They were remorseful. There is no offense involving defeat, monks, since you did not mean to cause his death. At one time, a certain monk had a headache. The monks meaning to cause his death, gave him medicinal treatment through the nose. This monk died. The Lord said, what were you thinking? They said, well, we were killing him. We wanted to kill him. We wanted him dead. So we murdered him. And Buddha said, well, then uh, you're defeated. And then the other monk, this monk did not die, right? They were remorseful and there were some dots, you know, how it is. Uh, So, quote, there is no offense involving defeat, monks. There is... Grave offense. I wonder, I, you know, maybe later they'll talk about like, the penalty for a grave offense. Maybe. At one time, a certain monk was ill. The monks rubbed him. The, this monk died. Uh, quotes, three cases as above. There's a grave offense, he said. At one time, a certain monk was ill. The monks bathed him. This monk died. There is a grave offense. Right. 
So he's not even putting dots in anymore. He's just, nah, nah. it's just like the same stuff, right? At one time, a certain monk was ill. The monks anointed him with oil. This monk died. There is a grave offense. So like all that stuff that was in between the one that where he died and they didn't mean to, there's no offense, and where he died and they meant to, they're defeated, and where he didn't die but they meant to kill him, there's a grave offense for all of these. At one time, a certain monk was ill. The monks made him get up. At one time, a certain monk was ill. The monks made him lie down. This is like just as brief as the list in the table of contents. At certain, uh, at one time, a certain monk was ill. The monks gave him food. They gave him drink. This monk died. There's a grave offense. Blah blah blah. That's what it says here. Blah blah blah. At one time, a certain woman whose husband was living away from the home became with child by a lover. She said to a monk who was dependent for alms on her family, Look, master, find me an, an abortive preparation. And quote, All right, sister, he said, and he gave her an abortive preparation. The child died. He was remorseful. You, monk, have fallen into an offense involving defeat. So, monks in the original Sangha are not allowed to perform abortions. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> At one time, a certain man had two wives. One was barren and one was fertile. The barren woman said to the monk who was dependent for alms on her family, if she should bring forth a child, honored sir, she will become mistress of the whole establishment. Look here, master, find an abortive preparation for her. Now, this situation, I can uh, solidly say the monk should not get involved in this. He should go talk to the Buddha. The Buddha should talk to them. He'll do something involving cutting a baby in half, presumably. No, that was Solomon. Care a lot. Anyway, uh, if she should bring forth a child, yes. All right, sister, he said. He gave her an abortive preparation. The child died, but the mother did not die. He was remorseful. Defeat. At one time, a certain man had two wives. He gave her an abortive preparation. The mother died, but the child did not die. He was remorseful. There is no offense involving defeat, monk. There is a grave offense. Because he meant to kill the child, and he accidentally killed the mother. He killed the wrong person, so, eh. If you shoot an arrow, meaning to kill Bob, and you accidentally kill Jim, but I uh, sit right over there. Lecture begins at 2. All right. It's a different time. At one time, a certain man had two wives. He gave her an abortive preparation. Both died. Neither died. He was remorseful. There is an offense involving defeat, monk. There is a grave. There is no offense involving defeat, monk. There is a grave offense with dots in between. So who knows? Who knows what goes in those dots? I don't. This is the first time this kind of situation came up. And he chose to go with dots. All right. At one time, a certain woman was pregnant, said to a monk who was dependent for alms on her family, Look here, master, find me an abortive preparation. Well, then destroy it, sister, he said. She, having destroyed it, caused abortion. He was remorseful. Defeat. At one time, a certain woman who was pregnant, Well then, scorch yourself, sister, he said. 
She scorched herself, causing abortion. He was remorseful. Defeat. Alright. Do we know where, where Buddha's stance on the Roe v. Wade thing is? 2,600 years ago. Anyway. Uh, I'm not saying that's my position. I'm just saying that seems to be the Buddha's position. Back then. At one time, a certain barren woman said to a monk who was dependent for alms on her family, Look here, master, find some medicine by which I may become fertile. All right, sister. He said and gave her some medicine. She died. He was remorseful. There is no offense involving defeat, monk. There is an offense of wrongdoing. He said, At one time, a certain fertile woman said to the monk who was dependent for alms on her family, Look here, master, find some medicine by which I may not become fertile. All right, sister, he said, three dots. There is an offensive wrongdoing. I wonder if she died. Huh. We'll never know until we learn how to read Pali ourselves. Or maybe Sanskrit. It's probably basically the same in the Tripitaka as it is in the Tipitaka. One would assume. At one time, the group of six monks made one of the group of 17 monks laugh by tickling him with their fingers. This monk faint and unable to get his breath, died. They were remorseful. Three dots. There is no offense involving defeat, monks. At one time, a group of 17 monks said to one of the group of six monks, we will do some work. And treading on him, they killed him. They were remorseful. There is no offense involving defeat, monks. They treaded on him. 17 monks treading on six monks. The Buddha was like, it happens. All right. At one time, a certain monk who was an exorcist deprived a yaka of life. He was remorseful. There is no offense involving defeat, monk. There is a grave offense. He killed the demon accidentally while exercising it. Hmm. At one time, a certain... That's interesting. Hmm. At one time, a certain monk sent a certain monk to a vihara inhabited by a predatory yaka. The yakas deprived him of life. He was remorseful. Who? The yakas? All right. There is no offense, monk, as you did not mean to cause his death. Whose death? All right. At one time, a certain monk, meaning to cause his death, sent a certain yaka, uh, sent... A monk to a vihara inhabited by a predatory yaka. The yakas deprived him of life. Uh, okay, so a monk sent another monk. Oh, right, right, right. So the monk died from the demon, and the monk who sent him didn't mean to kill the monk. He just was like a priest sending another priest to go perform an exorcism. All right. The yakas did not deprive him of life. There is no offense involving defeat monk, but there is a grave offense because he sent him there to kill him. So to kill the monk. All right. I'll see the exorcist, right? At one time, a certain monk sent a certain monk to wilds inhabited by beasts of prey. Um, three dots, two wilds inhabited by robbers. The beasts of prey, three dots. The robbers, three dots, deprived him of life. He was remorseful. Three cases each time as above. Three dots. There is a grave offense, he said. At one time, a certain monk thinking of a certain person deprived him of life. Three dots. Thinking of a certain person deprived another of life. Three dots. Thinking of another deprived that other of life. 
He was remorseful. Three dots, three dots, defeat. Guess we'll never know. At one time, a certain monk was seized by a non-human being. A certain monk gave that monk a blow. He died. He was remorseful. Three dots. There is no offense, monk, since you did not mean to cause his death. At one time, a certain monk was seized by a non-human being. A certain monk, meaning to cause his death, gave that monk a blow. Oh, okay, that monk died. That monk did not die. He was remorseful. There is no offense involving defeat monk. There is a grave offense. Does that, does that mean the monk was possessed? Right. At one time, maybe these things will become clear in later readings when they talk about yakas and non-human beings. I mean, this is one of those things where it's like they knew what they were talking about, but it's like there, there needs to be reading before the reading before the reading. So I don't know what he's talking about. All right. At one time, a certain monk gave a talk about heaven to a man of good actions. He was set on it and died. He was remorseful. There is no offense, monk, since you did not mean to cause his death. And quote, he said, At one time, a certain monk, meaning to cause his death, gave a talk about heaven to a man of good uh, actions. He was set on it and died. Three dots. He was set on it, but did not die. Three dots. Quote, There is no offense involving defeat, monk. There is a grave offense. Thank you. End quote. He said, At one time a certain monk gave a talk about heaven to a man doomed to suffering in hell. Being terrified, he died. Three dots. The same three cases, in parentheses, italics. Thank you, I.B. Uh, quote, There is a grave offense. End quote. He said, At one time the monks of Alavi were making repairs and felling a tree. A certain monk said to another monk, Your reverence, fell it standing here. While he was standing there and cutting it, the tree falling over him, in parentheses, killed him. Three cases in parentheses, after three dots. There is a grave offense, he said. At one time, the group of six monks set fire to a forest. Some men were, some men were burnt and died. Three dots, three cases, two dots. Quote, there is a grave offense, end quote, he said. At one time, a certain monk, having gone to the place of execution, said to the executioner, quote, Reverend sir, do not keep him in misery. By one blow, deprive him of life, end quote. All right, honored sir, he said, and by one blow, deprived him of life. He was remorseful. You, monk, have fallen into an offense involving defeat. He said, At one time a certain monk, having gone to the place of execution, said to the executioner, Reverend sir, do not keep him in misery. By one blow, deprive him of life. I will not do your bidding, he said, but deprived him of life. He was remorseful. Monk, there is no offense involving defeat. There is an offense of wrongdoing. Ah. Oh. Okay. At one time, a certain man whose hands and feet had been cut off 
Yeah, more, more of that motor. Uh, had been cut off, was in the paternal home surrounded by relations. A certain monk said to these people, Reverend sirs, do you desire his death? Uh, Indeed, honored sir, we do desire it, they said. Quote, then you should make him drink buttermilk. I know, it's gross, isn't it? Uh, He said, they made him drink buttermilk and then he died because it's buttermilk. Who drinks buttermilk? My God, my, my grandparents gave me buttermilk one time. Anyway, he was remorseful. Three dots. You might like buttermilk. It's okay. I teach his own, you know. Uh, Yes. Quote, you, monk, have fallen into an offense involving defeat. End quote. He said, at one time, a certain man whose hands and feet had been cut off was in a clansman's house. Presumably that did not mean the same thing back then that it means now. Surrounded by relations, a certain nun said to these people, Reverend sirs, sorry, Reverend sirs, do you desire his death? Indeed, ma'am, we do desire it, they said. Then you should make him drink salted sour gruel. Well, at least it isn't buttermilk. She said, they made him drink salted sour gruel, and he died. She was remorseful. Then this nun told this matter to the nuns. The nuns told this matter to the monks. And the monks told this matter to the Lord. He said, monks, this nun has fallen into an offense involving defeat. Told is the third offense involving defeat. Well, all done with the stabby stabby stuff. Yay! So, we're done with part one, the sex stuff, part two, the the thieving stuff, and part three, the stabby stabby. Whew! I wonder if part four... Or part five is the pretending to have supernatural powers. Because that one sounds like it might actually be fun. So if you got if you watched this whole thing, who are you? If you're on YouTube, comment below. Let me know. Uh, what kind of person watches the whole thing when it's like this? Uh, I mean, maybe you enjoyed it? Did you? Or you just sort of left it on and you were doing other stuff on your phone, occasionally looking up? I'm curious. I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Um, by the way, if you, if you did watch this whole thing, then I think it might be safe to say... Um, yes. Okay, well, as I mentioned, the next time you see me, if you're looking at me, uh, the background will be different, the sound will be a little different, but we'll begin with part four of Parajika, or Roman numeral four, an IV. So that's not IV like, that's, because uh, that's what an IV is like. Anyway, um, whatever it's about, and we'll be in Kerala. By we, I mean me and Priyal, and you, sort of, by, you know, through the screen. 
Maybe, maybe you're in Kerala watching. I doubt it. Uh, maybe in the future. Who knows? Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your presence here today. Um, and, uh, and Maitreya, thank you. Thank you for, for being present. And I hope you're not offended that I call you Lord Jesus sometimes. Sort of in jest, but also sort of not in jest, because who knows? Who knows? I certainly don't. But remember, the early Buddhists had never heard of Maitreya. It was after the Mahayana came up with Maitreya. And by that, I mean possibly, presumably, an enlightened person said, I remember all my past lives, just like the Buddha said he did at the beginning of uh, Parajika Part 1, remember? And I remember that there was a, that there was a, a Buddha back then called Adi Buddha, or a, a prophecy about a future Buddha called Maitreya. And then the uh, Theravadins back then, the post-sectarian, post-Ashok Theravadins, heard all this and they were like, no, Avalokiteshvara, no, Chenrezig, no, 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 Manjushri, no, Maitreya, hmm, hmm, I like it, I like it. Yeah, yeah, we'll accept Maitreya, but none of the other ones. And that, that was how a Theravada was back then in that Theravada, not this Theravada. This Theravada, they had never heard of Maitreya, right? We all all clear on how that, how that all fits together in time. Thank you all for going on this ride with me. And uh, right, okay, we'll go ahead and close. <clears throat> to the north and to the south, to, to the, the east and, and to the west, west, to the spirits of light among us, and to the spirits below, we send out reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings. Until next time.